for a righteous man may fall seven times and rise again, but the wicked shall fall by calamity. Proverbs 24 and 6. Hey, this is your girl, Mikkel from Journey in Christ, here to uplift and encourage the babe in Christ. We are here to help you on your faith journey. James 3 verse 2 says, We all stumble in many ways. Anyone who is never at fault is perfect, able to keep his whole body in check. Has there ever been a time when you have gotten upset with someone and later thought, I really didn't need to react like that? One too many times this has happened to me. And go back to the person to apologize. It does not matter what the situation is, what you have done or even experienced. God can repurpose each and every one of us. Let me say that again. It doesn't matter what you went through. It doesn't matter what your family looks like. God can repurpose and repackage each and every one of us. Let's look at a few biblical examples so that we can better understand what I'm talking about today. There are quite a few biblical examples that made mistakes a time or two. But there is one in particular that made mistakes and kept going. Can you guess? who I am talking about. He just kept going and his end was disastrous. This guy was Samson. He was known to be strong and seemingly enough, his end was catastrophic. I am sure you've met some of God's people that were on fire, healing the sick, transforming lives and doing great things, but but they fell. Like all of us, we fall. We could've, he could have been forgiven. He must have been overwhelmed. He must have been frustrated and gotten tired, but never asked for help. But that would not be our portion in Jesus's name. But picture this, being called to destroy a group of people but instead, you fall in love with the people that you were called to destroy. Samson was called to destroy the Philistines, but he fell in love with one of them. How sad do you think God must have felt when he saw Samson basically betray him and was disobedient to his word? This is exactly what, how God feels when he's ordained us to do something special. He's giving us, given us an instruction, but because of our carnal desires or our lack of understanding, we marry, befriend, and connect with people that actually came to destroy us, believe it or not. They came to steal the vision that God has given you, that God has placed in your life. Last week, I shared my story about how my identity has been restored. But I share this story through Miriam Fabi's um, blog. I shared how the enemy used different tactics like guilt, condemnation, shame, self-doubt, lack, loss, depression, rebellion, pregnancy, and even family verbally saying things that can or cause us to be hindered in life. In the story of Samson, based on what is written, Samson was not corrected by his parents. His parents had an encounter with God prior to his birth. 
giving them instructions as to how to raise this child. But at some point, they must have lost the vision. We grieve the Holy Spirit when we disobey instructions given through the word, our pastors, through God, or even our parents. Moreover, Samson slept with the enemy and his enemy was paid to destroy him. Could you believe that? He slept with the enemy who ultimately came to destroy him. Samson and many others probably would have been so explosive. God did not take away his strength from him or turn away from Samson because of his sin. Sin though took Samson further and further away from God. That is usually the result of sin, causing guilt, condemnation, and a feeling of failure, feeling like you're not good enough or that God will not forgive you. But it is the exact opposite. Everyone has sinned and fallen short of God's glorious standard. And you can find that in Romans 3 and 23. Have you ever thought about where all these negative thoughts come from? Think about it for a moment. It is not from God. It is from the enemy, the devil, Satan. He plants these seeds of negative thoughts in your mind that causes subtle suggestions and that sometimes seem like truth. Yes, there was a mistake, but that did not stop God from loving you. That does not stop God from loving me or blessing us, but it is our own actions after we have sinned that can hinder the flow of the blessing and anointing. My question in the case with Samson is, why did he pray for strength to destroy himself and not pray for strength to destroy the people that he actually was supposed to destroy? It must have been the lie from the pit of hell is from the enemy. Such a tragic fall from a man appointed and anointed by God. Additionally, there is another story with a, another horrendous failure, and that was Saul in 1 Samuel. In the beginning of this story, Saul was anointed as king by Samuel. I don't know if you remember the story, but this was an instruction from God because the people wanted a king. And so God appointed Saul. Somehow we as humans always tend to think that we know best. Really think about it. We always think we know best running to do, make decisions and not turn to God. Saul's beginning was great. There were battles that he won, but there was a specific instruction he received and did not obey. Listen, I will say that again. There was one specific instruction that he received and he did not obey it. 
throughout all of Saul's reign, he fought battles. We do not wrestle against flesh and blood, but against principalities, powers, rulers of the darkness of this age, Ephesians 6 and 12. Fighting battles are not new. No, it's not new. It's always been there. But what you should take a look at is your family history. We can see what kind of battles are predominant in our families when we pay attention. Like Saul, he probably battled with pride and rebellion. Pride gives you a sense of importance, the feeling that you do not need anyone else's help and rebellion causes you to disobey. To overcome these spiritual strongholds, we ask for mercy from God and sometimes others when it is needed. We have affected others through our actions and try not to live in sin. That's in disobedience to God. So let's say this again. Rebellion is the act or process in resisting authority. Pride is deep pleasure or desire derived by one's own achievements. So you pat yourself on the back. God is still working on us. He's still working on you and I. On the other hand, though, David made many mistakes. He committed adultery, murder, loved women, didn't correct his kids and bring order in his home, but he was a man after God's own heart, believe it or not. He would make a mistake and quickly run back to God, crying, repenting, and sharing what was on his heart to God. He also fought many battles and he also won all of them. Submission. Submission is yielding or accepting an authority. Do you have someone that you truly, truly admire? Pay attention to their colloquialisms, the way they embellish themselves, their mannerisms, and after beholding them, after paying attention to them, notice if any of those things are replicas within your life. These are things that you probably will copy and paste whether you recognize it as submission or not. So I want to tell you a true story. I recognized someone on social media that I really admired and I began to follow her. Without consideration, um, I began using slang, jargons, and became a part of her network. An acquaintance began to follow this person as well. But I later found this out, but that's not part of the story. So seeing me follow her, but what happened is this person that I knew began having feelings of depression, thoughts of suicide, and other harmful thoughts. I also began to have or battle with depression, but quickly retreated to God. 
I disconnected from social media at that time, but I was uncertain of the root cause or why I really was disconnecting. It's only God's grace, y'all. I retreated and I went to my pastor. I explained the situation and he was very perplexed. He recalled my few weeks and knowing that I was fine, doing devotions, serving, not living in sin. He responded by asking how frequent I was on social media. Wow, that was fast. <laughs> I quickly told him that I had disconnected from social media, but had connected to this specific group within the city. It was young girls on fire for Christ. I mean, it sounds good enough, right? He was able to connect the two stories and instructed me to discontinue following this particular person and disconnect from the group. The people I had connected to, although they were Christians, battled with depression, anxiety, and suicidal thoughts. How would I have known this? What would good people do if the wicked destroyed all that is good? Psalms 11 verse 3. Although I do not believe this person's intent was malicious, the outcome could have been disastrous. First of all, I did not check her fruits. I never tested it. And I ran from my place of covering. I had itchy ears. Indirectly, I was saying to my authority, I do not trust you as a pastor. I do not trust you as a parent. And that could have caused, because I was looking for a better word, I repented and never looked back. I never looked back at the people and I never looked back at the situation. I did not condemn myself for the mistake that I made. Submitting is the ability to know you can do something, but you may have the knowledge but choose to submit or submit your will under someone else. Like a wife to her husband, like a student to the teacher, like a child to the parent, and a member of a church to the pastor. Can you say God is working on me? I believe if I did not believe in my spiritual authority, aka my pastor, my story may have never been told. Who would have known the spiritual battle that I was experiencing? I did not even recognize the subtle rebellion and disobedience. Internally, check your heart continuously. Check what areas do you find that you're most weak in? Do you know that the devil has been around longer than you have? And he knows you better than you know you? Both Samson and David had a weakness for women. It is possible if they had asked for help that they would have been even greater than they were. Sometimes in the Christian world, we do not recognize or even speak openly about some of these strongholds. 
like lust, sex, pornography, masturbation, fornication, and materialism, and so many other things. Because it is a stronghold, we have not sought help. Rather, we allow shame, guilt, and the enemy to win by keeping it private. And later, it may unfold publicly. Looking from the outside in, David's issues seemed clear. But why did no one address rape, murder, anger, and the scandals within that home? In closing, there are times we make mistakes, knowingly or unknowingly. But it is up to us as children of God to get help directly from God or from people God has placed around us. The crazy thing about God is he does not use perfect people, but imperfect people that are willing to be obedient. With Ezekiel, God was able to transport Ezekiel from one location to another. Elijah was sent on a mission unknown to him. Jesus was sent to this earth for sinners. John the Baptist was sent to pave the way for Jesus Christ. We all have been sent or called with different assignments. And following each assignment helps another person in Christ. Or like Samson, who did not defeat the Philistines, he left a battle later for David to have to overcome. That battle could have already been defeated. Or Moses not being able to see the promised land and Joshua having to take the mantle. There is a cause and effect even in the spiritual realm, to our submission or our disobedience. Submit to God's repurpose and repackaging deal to become giants in the kingdom of God. But ooh, child, God is still working on you. Hey, y'all. Thank you so much for watching. Please like, subscribe, and share. Connect with us on social media. We are on Instagram, Facebook, TikTok. And please do remember, we are on podcasts. You can find us on Apple or Google as one of the major podcast outlets. But I will see you in the next video. Peace out, y'all.